Tenacity. Passion. Desire. Okay, so it's all about authority. He gave us the power to become sons of God. All creation right now is groaning that we would be revealed. It should tell you something because Jesus chose this subject to teach on in 40 extra days of ministry. When he rose, rose from the dead, he talked about the kingdom. Well, you have to have a king to have a kingdom. And you have to have a dominion to have a domain. And you have to have a throne. And someone's got to sit on it. And you've got to have subjects that are underneath that throne that do what they're told, and it represents the throne. So when you go out and you do what you're told, you represent God. And it's who's behind you. It's not your physical size or even your faith. Your faith is based on understanding authority. Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again... You've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Good morning. Welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan, and I'm here to not explain, not to even teach. I'm here as a son of God. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm walking on this earth, but I'm not from this earth. I am a stranger and a pilgrim, and I speak on behalf of my government. I do not speak on behalf of myself. <clears throat> and so today, Jesus Christ told us about cancel culture 2,020-odd years ago. He said that there are two things that will cancel the kingdom of God. Wouldn't you love to know what they are? What are the two things that Jesus warned us would cancel the kingdom? Number one is the yeast of the Pharisees. Do you know what number two is? Number two is the yeast of Herod. Now, it's interesting to me that Jesus Christ was crucified by a collusion between the Pharisees and the Herodians. The Pharisees were not legally able to kill Jesus. And the Herodians had no religious reason to kill Jesus, but together they conspired to kill Jesus. And Jesus, who is my King and Lord and your King and Lord and everybody's King and Lord, even though they don't acknowledge him, kiss the Son lest he be angry and you perish in the way. He warned us, his followers, he warned us saying, beware the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. So really simple, childlike faith this morning. The kingdom, Jesus said, is like yeast. The kingdom is like seed. The kingdom leavens the whole lump of dough. So you are the vessel. Let me explain it. Your body is going to die. Your body is going to stay in the dirt. 
who you really are. Who you are now is who you will be forever. You are your spirit. You are an eternal spirit from the Father whom he breathed into your mortal bodies. Your mortal bodies are going to be put off like a tracksuit pants. They're going to be burnt up. You're going to get a brand new body that will never die. Whether you live forever in hell or heaven, you and I will live forever in a body that will never die. That's torture if you were, were to think about it. Torture would be to have all of your faculties, all of your reasoning, your mind, your will, your emotions, your, your body, to be able to feel physical pain, to be able to remember every regret, every memory, every sin, and to be unable to escape for eternity. I think the blackest darkness is the worst. Jesus says you'll be cast out into utter blackness of darkness. For me, that makes sense because biblically, and this is me speaking now, not on behalf of my government, but as a man who knows in part and prophesies in part, yes, yet I have the Spirit of God. If you deny God in this life, when God is this life, God is the creator of the natural realm. See, God is not natural. God is a spirit, the Bible says. He is a spirit. And Jesus said he's, he's seeking those spirits who are in men and women's bodies. He is seeking those spirits who would worship him in spirit and in truth. And the Father is a spirit, and he created the natural realm for us. You see, we did not originate in heaven. We originated in earth. The angels originated in heaven. God originated in heaven. The four living creatures originated in heaven. But man was created from the dust of the earth. Why? Because he wanted us to be here. He wanted us to remain on the earth. And that's why I don't believe in this escapist, you know, Christianity, rapture, rapture stuff. It's going to happen, but it's going to be in the turn of a page. That's it to the next chapter. So if you reject God in this life and you find yourself on the other side without God, you will also find yourself without physical matter. So imagine being in a vacuum of space where there is not even any space. There's no air, there's no light, there's nothing. There's no physical, natural realm, yet you exist alone with no one else, with no bot, with, with probably with a physical body, if that's possible. And it would just be like being a consciousness trapped in a vacuum forever. That, for me, is the worm that never dies. That, for me, is the unquenchable fire of hell. That for me is enough to cause me to fear God. Oh, you know, but we're not meant to fear God. Hang on a minute. Jesus Christ, who is God, said, fear the one 
who can throw your soul into hell. Jesus Christ said, fear hell. Okay, you can take it up with him. He, he didn't say to fear hell, but he, he did in that he said, fear the one who can throw your soul into hell. So we have a moment in history right now. There are 200 billion dead bodies in the ground today. There are seven or eight billion warm bodies on top of those dead bodies walking on the earth today. We are here for a moment. We have, you know, 50 to 100 years to walk on top of those who went before us. What are we going to do with our time? We have been given free will. We can choose today to worship God. We can choose today to obey Jesus Christ. We know who he is. We know the way to the Father. Even if you're not a Christian, if you're not born again, the Bible says his attributes, his nature, his goodness, his kindness, his love is visible in nature, in the, in the physical universe. I just look at the palm of my hand and I see God. I just see, wow, that's God. And we choose with our mind who we are going to serve. Are we going to serve God or money? Are we going to, to trust God to be our provider or are we going to yield to an economic and political beast system? That is the yeast of Herod. That is the political system that we're in. You cannot buy or sell without the mark. It is a mark, okay? It is a mark because the image that the beast system is commanding that the whole world worship is the image of the coronavirus at the moment. Just have a look at the television. They are worshipping this coronavirus. Everybody must worship the coronavirus. Televisions must worship the coronavirus. Every news story must be about the coronavirus. Everybody must talk about the coronavirus. Everybody must fear the coronavirus. There's a picture of the spike protein behind every newsreader on television. There's a picture rotating in incredible high definition behind every news anchor. Who knows who the beast is? Who knows who the Antichrist is? But he, it says in the Bible, gives power to the image. Somebody is giving power to this image of coronavirus. Some beast system, some government, some person has given power to the image, has given life to the image, gain of function life to the image and caused everyone, great and small, slave and free, to worship the image. If you're a school teacher, you must bow down and worship the image because you can't go to work. And if you can, you have to be vaccinated. Children have to bow down and worship the image because even five-year-olds have to be vaccinated now in Australia. 
Businesses have to bow down and worship the image because they have to close down despite any logic, despite any reason, even though the science tells us that lockdowns do nothing to prevent the virus, even though the PCR tests are inactive and the inventor of the PCR test said that the PCR test is not, I repeat, not a diagnostic tool, yet they call people who are perfectly healthy with no symptoms a case. You are a case a coronavirus case, but you've got no symptoms. And SARS-CoV-2 is a respiratory illness, yet people with COVID don't have any respiratory problems 99.97% of the time. They have blood clots, they have skin rashes, they have... So we've got a a virus that's not SARS-CoV-2, a PCR test that isn't a test, that's not diagnostic, lockdowns that don't contain the virus, a vaccine that does not prevent transmission. This, my friend, is delusion. This, my friend, is delusion. The Bible says that the Antichrist, the beast, the the dragon would deceive the whole world. This has never happened before. And there have been earthquakes, even in Melbourne, which is not on tectonic plates. There have been tornadoes in New South Wales. This does not happen. And I'm sure there have been things in your own area. But what does the Bible say? It says that the beast gives power to the image and everyone must receive the mark of the beast which is the image of his name. Now listen to me. What is the vaccine? It is the spike protein of the coronavirus. So that image that you saw on television for the last two years, that spike protein that's on the back of every media document about the coronavirus, that spike protein that was in the... Bill Gates, Garvey meetings before coronavirus when they were planning to give power to the beast image. That spike protein is in your body if you're vaccinated. The mark of the beast is the spike protein. Now, this is just my theory at the moment. (laughs) I'm not saying that it is is the mark of the beast biblically 666, but it probably is. It I don't know. It probably is. You know, for me, if I'm honest, I'm saying, you know, God would not judge us. You know, he would not force us to, he would not put us in a position to receive the mark of the beast if it was not voluntary. But it, it has been voluntary. No one has turned up to your house to vaccinate you. Jesus Christ said that we must resist him to the point of death. Now, whether this vaccine is the literal biblical mark of the beast or whether it is a precursor to the mark of the beast, you know that it is not of God because it is wrought with lies. It is wrought with demonic activity. It is wrought with fear, fear of man, fear of death, fear of punishment, fear of exclusion, fear of It's the love of the world. 
with which you are not in the kingdom of God. Jesus called us to, you know, whether it's the mark of the beast or not, I don't think it matters because I think it is. It is in the sense that it's the world. It's the love of money. It's the wide gate that leads to destruction. And the writing is on the wall. Jesus said they will, you know, God will send a strong delusion, Paul says, in 2 Thessalonians. This is a strong delusion and it is wrought with lawlessness. Lawlessness is exchanging the truth for a lie. Lawlessness is when the police are the, are the criminals. Lawlessness is where you're in a democracy, yet the president is banned from speaking to his citizens. Hello? Lawlessness is, is when you call a man a woman and a woman a man and when preachers and pastors can be homosexuals in the pulpit. Jesus Christ gave you and I the power and authority to forgive sins. I can forgive a man's sin. So how can I not know what a sin is? Woe to us, church, if we call a homosexual a Christian when we are called to judge those who are inside the church. We have fallen away so far from the truth. 1 Peter is a, a beautiful book and in chapter 1, in chapter 1 it says, Now, because of my obedience to the truth. Now, because of my obedience to the truth. What is the truth? The truth is Jesus Christ. The truth is for every man, woman, and child is Jesus Christ crucified on the cross. Thank you, Father. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you first lived in ignorance, but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be, glorif- be holy as I am holy. Hallelujah, Jesus. So, Rid yourselves of all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, evil and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that you may by it grow up in your salvation. Now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. So back to what I was saying at the beginning. You if you are a Christian, have received the seed of the kingdom of God. That seed is growing inside of you. As Peter, my beautiful brother and the apostle Peter said, that seed is growing inside of you, the imperishable seed of the kingdom. And be encouraged, you will not be going to hell You, as you believe in Jesus Christ, as you confess Jesus Christ as Lord, and as you follow him, 
I'm telling you what, he's not, he's not walking into a trap, that's for sure. He slipped away. And I believe those Christians who are sensitive to the spirit, whose eyes are awake, who are open, who have lamps that are lit and oil in their jars, they are not walking into a trap. You, like Jesus Christ, are slipping away through the crowd. There is a crowd at the moment being vaccinated and Jesus Christ is slipping through the crowd. Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth so that you have a sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from the heart. 1 Peter 1.22 We have obeyed the truth. What is the truth? Jesus is the truth. Him as a person is complete truth. He is the truth and he is enough. There is no other truth. Jesus is truth. End of story. Truth equals Jesus, full stop. But Jesus, who is the truth, said, if you love me, you will obey me. So you love him by obeying him. Faith without works is dead. Faith without action is dead. So the battle is in your mind. That's why Jesus Christ said, beware of the yeast, the teaching teaching of the Pharisees and the teaching, the teaching of Herod. At the moment, churches are teaching all sorts of things. That's why I'm trying to stay away from that and say, you know what, I'm not a, I'm not a, a teacher, a pastor, a prophet, an evangelist. If I am, then you'll know by the signs and the wonders and the works that God does through me. Otherwise, I'm just maybe a ministry of helps. Maybe I'm just a ministry of mercy. Maybe I'm just a ministry of giving. Maybe I'm just a slave of Christ like you are. Maybe I'm just a brother edifying my brothers and sisters, encouraging my brothers and sisters, building you up in love, building you up in the most holy faith. Bearing with one another, carrying each other's burdens, iron sharpening iron. Yeah? Maybe I'm just an ambassador as you are of a kingdom that is coming and that will take over the world. But you have got to take control of your mind. You've got to take control of your thought life. It may require changing your diet so you can just... Get enough energy to wake up in the morning and read the Bible. It may require joining a church that believes God, that does not infect you with lies, with doctrines of demons, which are explicitly inside the church. Paul's letters are warning of doctrines of demons inside the church. They are blemishes in your love feast. They are clouds without rain. They are consciences seared with a hot iron sitting at your table. Paul is talking about pastors and preachers and teachers who are demonic. They are demonic spirits reserved for black darkness. People who Paul says don't even associate with them. So if your church is teaching that stuff, hello, doesn't mean you don't love them. But Paul said, certainly we judge those in the church. Certainly we try to snatch them from the fire. But there's a moment like Jesus who cast Jezebel on a bed of sickness. There's a moment like Paul who sent that man to Satan, 
There's a moment when you say, no, I'm not going to answer the phone. Paul said, all have forsaken me. No one is left who's following me. Only Timothy and Mark. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God for persecution. How blessed are you? There's an extra blessing for the persecuted. There's an extra blessing in Matthew chapter 5. Oh, my God, may we, be, may, we be, may we be blessed with that blessing. May we be blessed with the blessing of, of persecution and ridicule in Jesus' name, not only for the sake, not only for righteousness, but for, but for, for, for being just like Jesus Christ. After the Beatitudes, Jesus says, here it is, Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you falsely and say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Hallelujah. Whoa. That's the ultimate persecution is because you look like Jesus. You are Jesus to people. The previous verse says, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom. That's also you, but that for me, that means when you do the right thing, When you say no to tyranny, no, I will not be vaccinated. Whoa, I've never been persecuted like this before. Let me tell you, I'm a white, heterosexual, Christian, Anglo-Saxon male. I am the elite on this earth. I am politically and, and, and religiously protected up until now i've i'm not a i'm not i've never been persecuted i've never experienced discrimination and bullying like i have this week because i am not vaccinated i said to myself this is what it feels like to be a minority this must be what it feels like to be a woman in the middle east to be a black African-American, to be a Jew in Germany or any other minority group, I have been bullied, I have been harassed, I have been persecuted, I've been discriminated against, I can't work. Wow, I am so excited because God is going to be my provider. I am adopted by God. I'm adopted by God. The more I'm persecuted, the more I'm ridiculed, the more blessed I am. But even greater than that, blessed are you when people insult you, when people persecute you, when people falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Wow. I want to be that person. I want to rejoice and and represent Jesus Christ in the earth today. God's telling me to wrap it up. He knows you. He knows my name. He knows my every thought. I don't know the rest of the words. So, Father, impartation right now is strength. God is putting in you the strength inside your natural man. If you can feel, I'm telling you, he's doing it, he's doing it, he's doing it right 
now. Impartation of strength. Oh, Lord, would you put strength inside their spirit? Man, listen, guys, it's not in your own understanding. It is in Christ that you stand. And stand therefore. Jesus Christ said, he who resists until the end will be saved. He who resists to the point of death. Have you resisted to the point of death? Or have you only resisted to the point of not being allowed to go to work, of not being allowed to go down and sit down at your favourite coffee shop? <laughs> Woo. Listen, guys, you have, oh, man, we, 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 we've got to buckle down, stick together. We've got to get deep inside the word of God right now. Jesus Christ says, hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. I am coming soon to the one who is victorious. I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will they leave it. I will write on them the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I will also write on them my new name. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. That's right. We have got to listen to what the Spirit is saying. Turn off everything else. Tell people about Jesus Christ. That's the reason we're going through this situation. If God just wanted to punish his enemies, he would whip them now. If God just wanted to destroy the earth, he'd destroy it now. If God just wanted to love you, he'd take you now. But what he's saying, what he's saying is, In Matthew chapter 24 and verse uh, 14, I think. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. Then the end will come. Everything that's going on now in you, the persecution around you, the turmoil in the world that is going to massively ramp up. I'm telling you, I have a feeling January 2022 is economic turmoil, bond markets, share markets, government bonds and property are all going to crash all at the same time. That's not a, um, you know, well, I guess it is a prediction, but it's it's just a feeling I've got. But listen to me, this is the secret. The, the time and the hour we do not know, but what does the Lord say? What does the Bible say? Our faith is more precious than gold. It's your faith that is more precious than gold. So, I actually don't believe we're meant to be saving gold, you know, and, 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 you know, maybe it'll help you out briefly, but go after your faith, get faith, get faith by, by reading the word of God. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, because I tell you what, when that day of evil comes, when that stock market crashes, when, when whatever comes, comes, you don't know what you're going to need, but I guarantee you, you are going to need faith. Will I find faith on the earth, Jesus said. Why don't we be one or two people who surprise him that he would find faith? 
in the earth when he returns. Thanks, guys, for listening. I've been Jonathan. You've been a a Christian filled with the Holy Spirit. May you go and obey him. May you go and do good works, but yield to the Spirit because they are the good works that he prepared for you and he gave you the power to do them because it's the he put the power in you, according to Ephesians, to do the good works. It's his power, his power that works mightily in you to do the good works that he prepared for you to do, that you may walk in them. So get out of the way and let God be a show-off today. I love you. Thanks so much for listening. Send us an email, kingdomdynamicspodcast at gmail.com. If you know anyone crazy enough to listen to this podcast, I'm t- this is the meat podcast. You Christians have been on vanilla milkshakes. They've never eaten meat like this. God told me just give them meat. He said because there's a generation coming that have never tasted milk because they're getting born again in the rapture. They're getting born again in the pre-tribulation. He's, they're getting born again now. People are going to get born again now and they're going to, they're going to crave, they're going to desperately need meat. They're going to be born and have to really quickly grow up because they're going to be born in the, in the midst of an incredible battle and they're going to be taken. So, so this is a meat podcast. I don't care for watered down, lukewarm, backslidden Christianity which is a form of godliness that denies its power. I'm giving the brand new Christians liquidated, liquidized, liquidized lamb, liquidized bone broth. They're going to grow up very quickly. Thanks so much for listening. Share the podcast if you know anyone crazy enough. In Jesus' name, bye for now.